Welcome to Main Menu for October 21st, 2011. I'm Jamie Pauls. This week, Main Menu in Transition. Robert Carter tells us about Jambox, a set of speakers for iOS devices. And David Tanner tells us about the Dolphin screen reader. That's coming up on this edition of Main Menu. Hi, this is Jamie Pauls. I've been the host and producer of Main Menu since May of 2009 and have been on the Main Menu team since August of 2008. I've had a great time and learned a lot working on Main Menu. Recently, an opportunity has come up that will require me to step away from Main Menu. While I will miss working with the great team of people that put Main Menu together, I know that the show is being left in really capable hands. This evening, you're going to meet two people. The first is the new executive producer of Main Menu. Let me introduce that person first. Hello, Main Menu listeners. I'm Chase Crispin, and I know many of you know me from various things I've done here on Main Menu for the last year or two, or somewhere around there. But today I am very pleased to announce to all of you that I have accepted the position of the executive producer of Main Menu. As you've just learned about a couple minutes ago, Main Menu is going through a transition. This means that there's going to be me as the new executive producer as well as a new host. As executive producer, from week to week, I'm going to be the one working with listeners to receive contributions and make sure that your ideas for the show are heard. I'm going to be working with the Main Menu staff to see who's kind of working on what pieces and when we can air things, I'll also be the one responsible for gathering which content will air on Main Menu on a weekly basis. Before I move on, I would just like to say that Main Menu is a show that has accomplished a lot of things over the last few years. Jamie Pauls, who I think every single one of you knows and knows does this job extremely well, has done a very, very good job hosting and producing Main Menu over the last two to three years. He has led Main Menu to be nearly a one-stop resource for people interested in finding out information about technology for the blind and visually impaired. Again, I will be working with the new Main Menu host to keep this up and keep improving the show. But again, before I move on, I would like to again thank Jamie Pauls for all of his hard work over the last few years with Main Menu. For those of you wondering, even though I have accepted a few more responsibilities here at Main Menu, uh, I'm going to continue to do a tech update as well as other segments and interviews and such that I do. For those of you who don't know me, I am a high school student and I have been involved in Main Menu as part of the team for the last year or so and I've been submitting things to Main Menu uh, for a while before that. I'm really happy to have accepted the position of executive producer. This is a really great show and I'm glad to be even more involved. One of the big things I want to do as executive producer is work with all of you, the listeners. So if you have any suggestions for the show, if there's something you like, something you don't like, if you have a segment idea, or even if you have a podcast that you've already made or you would like to record something to be aired on Main Menu, 
please do not hesitate to get in touch with me. I love to get in touch with listeners and see where you guys want the show to be. You can contact me along with the new Main Menu host by sending email to mainmenu at acbradio.org. That's mainmenu at acbradio.org. If you would like to reach me directly, I can be reached at chase at acbradio.org. That's C-H-A-S-E at acbradio.org. I'm really glad to be in this new role as executive producer. I am very excited for the opportunities that this show will have over the next several years as an executive producer. I have many ideas for the show, and I'm going to be working with the new main menu host, who is going to be the one responsible for putting the show together and editing it on a weekly basis. You're going to meet this new host here in just a few minutes, and I know you're going to be very glad to have this person hosting. It's someone you've all been familiar with on main menu for the last couple of years, and this person is going to do a wonderful job hosting, and I'm glad to be working with this new host. That's about all I have to say for you today. Again, don't hesitate to get in touch with me if you have anything, any questions, comments, concerns, any feedback at all about this transition. I'd be happy to visit with you a little bit about the show, the transition we're going through, or if you have any ideas, etc. As I said a couple of times before, please don't hesitate to let me know with any feedback you have, and I'm very glad to be even more involved in this wonderful show here on ACB Radio Mainstream. Before we meet our new host, first let's hear from Robert Carter about Jambox for iOS. Well, hello, uh, this is Robert Carter, and I was asked to do a brief demo of the Jambox by Jawbone. Jawbone makes a little speaker called the Jambox. It's about a six inch speaker, shaped like a cube has kind of a rubbery feel to it on the top and the bottom. It has a speaker grill uh, type material on the front and back, although sound uh, just comes through the front of the unit. On the top it has three buttons. Um, On the left there's a button that is round and it will tell you your battery status when you press it. Jawbone has a little internal speed synthesizer that speaks information to you which is very nice. To the right of the round button is a long button that's your volume down and to the right of that is a diamond shaped button and that's your volume up button. On the right side of the unit on the top right there's a three position on off switch Um, you put it in the downmost position for the jam box to be turned off in the middle position it's turned on and when you press and hold it in the top position that puts the jam box in Bluetooth pairing mode this is a little Bluetooth speaker that will connect to iOS devices and cell phones of other types and even the uh, BookSense XT and other Bluetooth devices I'm sure computers and so forth. Below the on-off switch is a eighth inch headphone jack where you can plug in a uh, patch cord 
and use the speaker as a uh, wired speaker so if you don't want to use it as a Bluetooth device you can plug it in with a cable to whatever you want to get sound from and on the bottom is a little mini USB port and that's where you plug in the charger to charge the device or plug the USB cable into the computer to update the Jambox firmware. Yes, this speaker has uh, firmware built into it that is upgradable from the Jawbone uh, factory. They release updates every once in a while. And most recently they released an update which gave the Jambox a completely different sound. They added something called live audio mode which makes the Jambox, this little six inch speaker, literally turn into a sound like stereo speakers that are spread apart even though it's only coming from this one little box. I'll demonstrate the difference between live audio and the original Jambox sound in just a minute. What I'm going to do is use the Bluetooth connection with my iPhone and I'm going to play a song using um, the iPhone off uh, using the iPod on the iPhone and during the song I'm going to switch a couple times between the original Jambox firmware mode and the new live audio mode. The way that you make that switch is you hold down the two volume buttons at the same time for a couple seconds and the Jambox will switch back and forth between the new live audio mode and the original sound. So, and it announces when it's switching, so that's nice. But the first thing I'm going to do is turn the Jambox on, let you hear what it sounds like when it powers up. It has a very unusual power on sound. I was a little bit surprised by it. It kind of means that you can't power it up in a really quiet room because it's fairly loud when it powers on. You'll hear two sounds. You'll hear it powering on when I turn the power switch on and then you'll hear another blip type sound which is the actual sound of it connecting with my iPhone. So here we go. I'm going to power it on right now. So you heard the two sounds there. One was the jam box coming on. The other one was connecting to the iPhone. Now I'm going to play this song. It's a Susie Baga song so you can get an idea of what the jam box sounds like. It's in live audio mode now which is the new mode and I'm gonna let her sing for a bit and then you'll hear it switch to the original mode and then I'll let that play for a bit and then I'll switch it back to live audio. So here we go. Live audio off. Live audio on. 
Okay, so that gives you a good idea of hopefully what the Jambox sounds like in its new and old configurations. It's really an awesome little speaker. I use it not only for listening to music, but listening to podcasts and everything else I listen to using my iOS devices. It's very, very great sound. I'm completely satisfied with the Jambox. I will say that the website is difficult to navigate with a screen reader. Updating the firmware is somewhat difficult. You have to click on a graphic uh, sync button. It's hard to find with um, a mouse using a screen reader. The page is a dynamic page. It's constantly changing, so the screen readers get very confused by it. It can be done um, with lots of patience but it's not easy. So that's maybe the downside of the Jambox. Oh, it is nice that it has an audible uh, battery um, meter, so if you press the uh, round button, you can hear the battery status. Battery is about three quarters full. And I'll now power the Jambox off and show you what it sounds like to turn it off. So there you have it, enjoy. It's a great little device. So long for now. Now it's time to introduce the new host of Main Menu, the voice that you will hear every week, just as you've heard my voice for over a year. Now, please make welcome our new host. Hello, I'm David Tanner, and I am very pleased that Jamie has given me the opportunity to come by Main Menu today to talk to you a little bit and give you a little bit of background on myself as I take over next week the host position of Main Menu from Jamie as Jamie moves on to new and exciting endeavors. And Jamie, I'd like to be the first to offer you congratulations and encouragement and uh, wish you the very best in your new endeavors. It's been great getting to know you and working with you and the Main Menu staff over the last couple of years and I'm sure you have great things ahead of you and we will be working here trying to keep up the reputation for main menu that you have helped to build and you will be missed here greatly. Now on to uh, give you a little bit of a background on myself. I have a total of 26 years of experience in the assistive technology field. Prior to that I was a school teacher for a few years. I sold real estate and was a real estate broker for a couple or so years but then I got hung up on computers and assistive technology and as I started to use assistive technology and now use assistive technology all day every day uh, at work at home and recreation and you name it I am strongly hung up on having the best and latest in assistive technology and I want you to know as much about it as I do and maybe more because guess what none of us know everything there is to know about regular technology or assistive technology and that's what we're here for at main menu is to give you the latest information and the best information that we can and in the best format and give you the latest and greatest information and give you the knowledge to make wise decisions about the technology that you choose to use at work at home at play and wherever you may be the main menu staff works hard at preparing the programs and our new executive producer 
producer Chase Crispin will be working hard on keeping me going straight and uh, keep the programs going straight and make sure that the website for main menu and everything else having to do with main menu uh, is right up to snuff for each week and we certainly hope you will be around to be here and listening and giving us your input hopefully you'll be giving us suggestions for what you want to hear on main menu and if you hear something on main menu that you thought we could have maybe done a little better job on we'd be more than happy to hear from you we'd like to hear from you what you like what you don't like and what you think was good but maybe we could have done a little bit of better job and we are always looking for new ideas and new things to cover on main menu to inform you and your friends and uh, neighbors about the latest in assistive technology for blind and visually impaired so be sure you drop by the web page and and leave us a suggestion send us an email on the main menu friends email list and if you're not on that mailing list hey may i suggest that you get over to www.mainmenu.acbradio.org and join us on the main menu friends mailing list and again as i say leave us a suggestion or two for things you'd like to hear us talk about on main menu and we promise to do our best to give you the best we can in information about what's going on today and what is coming up in the future hello i'm david tanner and i'd like to welcome you to a special production that i am going to be doing for you we recently had a request to the main menu staff this summer to do a comparison of a couple of packages that are specially designed for users uh, who are blind or visually impaired the two that the person particularly requested were the Dolphin guide and system access well i said i I'd be glad to take that on, but I really thought there was a third product that we needed to add to that list, and that product is CDesk because it does a lot the same thing that uh, Guy does and System Access does, which is to give you speech in large print and in some cases maybe even some uh, refreshable Braille, uh, along with giving you special programs written by the company that allow you to do things like do email, to write documents, to read documents, to surf the web, and all kinds of things, uh, all within a special environment using the built-in screen reader, uh, maybe large print, and in some cases even refreshable Braille if you had a Braille display. And so we're going to look at these three different products, uh, one per week. This evening we'll be covering the Dolphin Guide, and I'll be showing you the features of the dolphin guide and we'll we'll actually try out a few of those features we won't have time to try them all out but we will go through the menu and see what all the features are and i'll try to make sure that you know what you can and can't do with each of the features in each of the packages and then after we have covered the dolphin guide this week and then next time that we uh, have our special we'll cover system access and then the third time we 
will cover CDesk, which is another package that has many of these same features and some features that the other two don't. Then the fourth presentation will be to compare what the features are in each and to give you some purchasing information on each and hopefully then give you uh, a better idea which one of these you may be interested in. We're not going to make you give any conclusions. We're not going to say this is the one we think is the best because there really is no best one. Uh, what we want you to know are what the features are and what the differences are and then you can make up your own mind which would be the best for you, for a friend, a relative, uh, a client or an acquaintance that you know that might be able to take advantage of one of these packages. And so that's what we're going to be doing with on this presentation. Uh, and like I say, there will be four parts to it. This evening is the first part and we're going to start out with Dolphin Guide. And so we're going to go right ahead now and get into the presentation on the Dolphin Guide. Hello and welcome to Guide. Main menu. Press 1 to send and receive emails. Press 2 to write letters and other documents. Press 3 to access a website. Press 4 to scan and read a book, magazine, letter or printed page. Press 5 to find someone's address or telephone number in your address book or automatically dial their telephone number. Press 6 to play an audio music CD, an audio book or an MP3 music file. Press 7 to look at your calendar or set a reminder. Press 8 to record or play back a voice memo. Press 9 for more menu options including the calculator, dictionary, magnifier and photocopier. To close this program, press escape. I am your host David Tanner and I will be taking you through this tour uh, and review of the Dolphin Guide this evening and we're going to be looking at this uh, as our first of three packages that we're going to look at that are similar in some respects in that they have built-in speech and large print access along with all of the various features that a person might want to do on their computer and built to work together so that you can access very easily all of the features from the various pieces of software that are included in the package. We've listened to the first menu. You may not have caught everything, and so I want to go back and let you hear the features for this first page again. And I'm going to do that by pushing the up arrow to, so that we can hear the first choice, and then I'll be pressing the down arrow so that you can hear the rest of the choices on this page. Press 1 to send and receive emails. Press 2 to write letters and other documents. Press 3 to access a website. Press 4 to scan and read a book, magazine, letter, or printed page. Press 5 to find someone's address or telephone number in your address book. Or press 6 to play an audio music CD, an audio book, or an MP3 music file. Press 7 to look at your calendar or set a reminder. Press 8 to record or play back a voice memo. Press 9 for more menu options, including the calculator, dictionary, magnifier, and photocopier. To close this program, press escape. Press F1 for help. Okay, some of the things I would want to point out to you on this first page of three pages of menu uh, of features in the Dolphin Guide is some of the things that you'll want to recognize that you will hear on each of the menus. Uh, on the main menu, and in the menus and the various parts of the program that we'll be looking at is F1 will always get you the help menu. The help menus are quite extensive and very helpful, uh, very well written, and can be of great help to you in learning this software. You will see that on this main page we have uh, some choices that would probably be some of the first things a person might want to learn who is new at using a computer. Uh, there is a simple word processor that can be used for writing a variety of documents and we will take a little look at that. They even give you a special template to use uh, to write a letter that can help a person who is very new at the at uh, the computer to be able 
to get uh, the address on the letter, to get the date on the letter, to get a signature on the letter. Uh, it's it's really, uh, I think you'll find it very interesting. Uh, also on this main page, you have the ability to, to set up an address book with uh, names and addresses of people that you maybe uh, would write to uh, quite often or want to call on the phone quite often. Uh, also there is the ability to set up an appointment. So it has an appointment calendar built in and we'll try to take a look at some of these features. And then you saw that there were a number of other features including the ability to scan a printed document and have it read to you. And I will add at this point uh, and I'll try to be sure to point these out to you. The <coughs> scanning and reading a document is a part of the full Dolphin Guide package. However, you can buy the Dolphin Guide without that feature and it will bring the cost of the Dolphin Guide down somewhat. So this is one of the things you want to keep in mind as you listen to all three of these packages. You will, will find that there will be some of the things that are features that can uh, be taken away if you need to keep costs down or if you want the full package you can get the full package but it may cost you just a little bit more to have the full package all right so we've listened to the first page another thing you may have noticed along the way there which is that number nine takes you to the next menu and that is true in each of the three menu parts of the main menu and so I'm going to go ahead now and I'm going to hit the number nine to get us to the second page of features in the main menu and we'll see what's available on that page. Nine main menu more options. Press one to use the calculator. Press two to use the dictionary or thesaurus. Press three to scan and magnify a picture. Some handwriting or magnify a picture stored on your computer or camera. Press four to photocopy something with your scanner. Press five to copy, move, or delete a name or import a file. Press six to read news from an internet news feed. Press seven to practice using the keyboard. Press eight to adjust guides color, voice, email, internet and other settings. Press nine for the guide extras menu. Press escape to go back to the main menu. Press F1 for help. All right. And as you see on this page of the menu uh, of features, some of these features are maybe a little bit more advanced or things that you probably would not be the first things that you would learn or want to learn or necessarily need to know how to use on a computer, but they are important things that you would want to be able to do eventually. Uh, the one thing that I think maybe was a little misplaced was to have uh, on this page the choice for being able to go around and explore the keyboard and we will take a look at that feature because I would like for you to see that there is a way for a person who knows little or nothing about a keyboard to explore and learn where the various keys are. Okay and we're going to go ahead and hit the 9 and get to our third menu of features. 9. Guide Extras Menu. Press 1 to retrieve and play podcasts. Press 2 to play an internet radio station. Press 3 to create a CD or a DVD or convert an audio CD to MP3. Press 4 to make Skype internet telephone calls over the internet. Press 5 to play a DVD or a movie file. Press 6 to manage your finances. Press 7 to send an instant message. Press 9 to start remote support. Press G to select a game to play. Press escape to go back to the previous menu. Press F1 for help. All right. And so there's our third page of features, which includes remote support. So you could, if you needed to, you and we're having some problems with the software, you could actually press 9 on this third menu and get uh, support from the people at Dolphin uh, if you were having some kind of problem with the software, which is pretty nice uh, that uh, they do include that. Let's talk a little bit about the uh, various features that you can control with the speech in the large print. For the large print,
print. One of the things that you can do from the keyboard is you can hit F12. F12. Zoom for the guide extras menu screen is now level 9. And I hit it again. F12. Zoom for the guide extras menu screen is now level 10. Okay. So each time I hit F12 is making the print a little bit larger. I can hold down the control and hit F12. F12. Zoom for the guide extras menu screen is now level 9. F12. Zoom for the guide extras menu screen is now level 8. F12. Zoom for the guide extras menu screen is now level 7. All right. So that's how I can enlarge and, and uh, put the size of the print larger or smaller to whatever I need as far as large print if I'm using large print. I can control the speed of the uh, speech with F11 and we will talk about what some of the other keys will do as we go through some of the various pieces of software that we're going to go through and see what some of the other controls are that you can do to read text and uh, how that all works. That includes my our introduction to Dolphin. We're going to come back then next here and take a look at one of the first things you probably would want to learn how to do with Dolphin Guide and that is how to write a simple document. Alright, what I'd like to do now is to start from where we left off in our menu, which means we're on the last page of the menu. And what I'd like to do is start and get us back. First of all, I said we're going to look at writing a simple document, but what I would like to do first is take us to where we can do an exploration of the keyboard. So here's some of the neat little things that you can do to get you to where you want to be uh, through the menus. We're currently on the third page of the menu and we want to get back to the second page where our choice was to work with the keyboard and so instead of going forward in the menu I want to go back in the menus from the third menu to the second and what I'm going to do is hit the zero instead of the nine. Zero. Main menu. More options. Press one to use the calculator. Press two to use the dictionary or thesaurus. Press three to scan and magnify a picture. Some handwriting or magnify a picture stored on your computer or camera. Press four to photocopy some with your scanner. Press 5 to copy, move, or delete, rename, or import a file. Press 6 to read news from an internet news feed. Press 7 to practice using the keyboard. Press 8 to adjust guides color, voice, email, internet, and other settings. Press 9 for the guide extras menu. Press escape to go back to the main menu. Press F1 for help. Okay, so you may have noticed that number 7 was the choice we wanted to be able to explore the keyboard. So I'm going to hit the number 7. You could arrow to number 7 and just hit enter if you wanted to do that also. But I'm going to hit number 7. 7. Keyboard practice. Press any key on the keyboard to hear its letter or number readout. Press the escape key when you have finished. All right, so I can hit any key on the keyboard and it's going to say what it is. The only key that's going to do anything other than say what it is is the escape key. So we'll try to stay away from that. If you don't know what the escape key is, is or where it is, it is the top key in the left-hand corner of the keyboard. So if you keep in mind that the escape key is the top left-hand corner of the keyboard, you can hit any key but the top left-hand corner of the keyboard. But when you want to get out of practice, that is the key you will use to get out to escape from keyboard practice. So I'm just going to go around and hit some keys here. Delete. That was the delete key. Down arrow. Uh-huh. Control. All right. Tab. Tab key. D, S, B, R, F9, 8. Asterisk. All right, so I can hold down the shift with the number keys and get the, the what the keys are that shift. are the shifted. Cap, 5, 6, F, M, space, Alt, Windows key, Control, Alt. And it'll tell me both of the Alt keys. Up arrow, left arrow, right arrow. And insert. Insert key. 
F12. Zoom for the keyboard practice screen is now level 10. All right. Now, you notice that when we hit the F12, it still is active to make our print larger or smaller. So I can... Even in keyboard Control. practice, I can chase, change the size of my print. F10, F10, F12. Zoom for the keyboard practice screen is now level 9. All right. So that gives you an idea. So I can sit here with my fingers on the home row and go A, S, D, F, J, K, L, semicolon. All right. And so you could um, you could practice the keys on the home row or if, if you had some kind of a typing uh program or a book that said we'll do this kind of practice uh, you could practice your keyboarding here and uh, type on and this keyboard set this way and you're not going to mess anything up but you can set there and it doesn't make any difference if you make mistakes and hit the wrong key that's going to be all right too all right now we're going to uh, hit the escape to get out of this Escape. Keyboard practice finished. Main menu. More options. Press 1 to use the calculator. Press 2 to use the dictionary All or the right. source. Now, if I don't Press want to hear to this whole menu, I can hit the control key to shut it stored up. On your computer. And that's what I did because I didn't really want to hear all that menu. What I want to do now is I want to get back to my first menu, my main main menu, and we're going to get over to where we can write a little document. And again, we're going to go from menu 2 back to menu 1. So I'm going to hit the 0 to get back to menu 1. 0, main menu. Press 1 to send and receive emails. Press 2 to write letters and other documents. Press 3 to access a website. Press 4 to scan and read a book, magazine, letter, or printed page. Press 5 to find someone's address or telephone number in your address book. Or automatically dial their telephone number. Press 6 to play an audio music CD, an audio book, or an MP3 music file. Press 7 to look at your calendar or set a reminder. Press 8 to record or play back a voice memo. Press 9 for more menu options including the calculator dictionary magnifier and photocopier to close this program press escape press f1 for help all right so did you hear on the main menu there that number two is our choice to get into where we can write documents and letters well it was so i'm going to hit the number two and again if you wanted to and then you didn't remember for sure exactly where the number two is uh you could just hit your down arrow and hit the enter key uh when you come down the an arrow down to the number two you could just hit the enter key and go right on into the same place i'm going to hit the number two two letter and document menu press one to write a new letter press two to write a new document press three to find a saved letter or document press four to define auto text press five to open a pdf document press eight to show advanced options press escape to go back to the main menu press f1 for help all right well, while we're here at this main menu for writing documents, this might be a good place to take a look at our help menu. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to press F1 so you can get an idea what these various options here are going to do for you depending on which one you hit. And so here's F1 and we're going to help here our help menu. F1, help page of the letter and document menu. This menu allows you to write a new letter, write a new document, find and change a letter or document you have previously saved, view a PDF document, import foreign documents into guide and manage, and delete saved files. There are five options on this menu. Write a new letter. This option gives you a 
letter template on which you can write the recipient's address, your address, and the text of the letter. You can also select an address from your address book. Write a new document. A document is different from a letter in that it starts its life as a blank page, so you can format it however you wish. After selecting this option, you get a blank document page on which you can type your text. Use the F1 help key when typing your document or letter to find out all the different ways of formatting the text, such as aligning it left or right, or making text bold or underlined. Find a saved letter or document. Select this option. If you wish to view or change a previously saved letter or document, this will take you to a list of all the letters and documents that you have already saved. Auto text. Use this option. If you want to create words for use with the auto text function, this means that certain words or sentences can be typed in an abbreviated form. Then, when these abbreviations are typed into a letter or document, they can be expanded to their full length by pressing a certain key. The expanding of auto text abbreviations also works when writing emails or text in another part of guide. Open PDF document. Use this option to read and view PDF documents which are saved on your computer's hard drive or external storage device. Once you have selected the appropriate file to read or view, guide will display the document on screen where it can be magnified and spoken aloud. Further information about the PDF viewer is listed below. When viewing a PDF document you can select between the three modes using the F5 key or CDRL plus M shortcut key to either read the document line by line, paragraph at a time or magnification only. The default mode is line by line mode. PDF viewer. Line by line mode. In line by line mode the document will be displayed on screen and guide will read through the available text one line at a time. Use the up and down arrow keys to read the previous or next line in the F8 key to automatically read the whole document. PDF viewer. Paragraph mode. In paragraph mode the document will be displayed on screen and guide will read through the available text one paragraph at a time. This is especially useful to hear the document spoken more naturally. Use the up and down arrow keys to read the previous or next paragraph and the F8 key to automatically read the whole document. PDF viewer. Magnify only mode. In magnify only mode use the F12 key to increase magnification and CDRL plus F12 to decrease magnification. Once the image gets so large that it no longer fits within the screen, you can use the arrow keys to pan around. PDF viewer. Useful shortcut keys. F5 or CDRL plus M. Toggle between line by line mode, paragraph mode or magnify mode. Arrow keys. Line slash paragraph mode. Move to next line or next paragraph. Arrow keys. Magnification only mode. Pan document. Page up. Moves back one page. Page down. Moves forward one page. Home. Moves to the beginning of a document. And moves to the last page of a document. F8. Read whole document from current position. CDRL. Temporarily stop reading. Escape. Low speed PDF document and return to letter and document menu. CDRL plus P. Print PDF document CDRL plus F. Find a word in the PDF document CDRL plus G. Find the next occurrence of the searched forward. Advanced options. This allows you to copy, move, or delete existing saved files and to import files saved in other programs into guide. It also allows you to set the program so that the current day's date will automatically be printed on any letters. Press the escape key to close this help page. All right, I'm now back in my menu for writing a document. I've come out of the help menu. Hopefully that listening to that help file gave you a good idea of what's available here and gave you a pretty good sampling of how help files are written throughout Dolphin. They are quite explanatory and, and written in pretty simple language so that they're pretty easy to understand. And this time I'm going to just choose to hit my down arrow because what we want to do is we want to go down to the second choice. Press 2 to write a new document. And we're on press 2 to write a new document and that's the choice we're on and I'm going to hit enter. 2. Please type your document. Press the escape key. When you have finished, press F1 for more help or to repeat these options. Alright, and so now I'm in my blank document and I'm just going to go ahead and write blank a line, little something line. here. Cap blank line. Caps lock is now on. Caps lock is now off. Alright. Delete selected text. And I hit the backspace and, and backed up a space and we're going to start off here again. Capital T H I S S I S is A A L I T T L E little D O C U M E N T document W R I T T E N written T O 2 S H O U. And I didn't want to U. Delete U. 
This is select show. Select O W to show. Galvis Y O U. Do this. All right, and we're getting a quack here, and I wonder what that means. Let's let's take a look here. I'm going to hold down my control key and hit the left arrow, which lets me jump left a word at a time. You out. This is the start of the text. Out. You. This is a little document written to show. This is the end of the text. All right, and so I went back a word at a time using the control and the left arrow, and I went forward a word at a time using the control and the right arrow. Now let's go back here to the beginning. Show two written document little a is this u out. This is the start of the text w o. And I'm going character by character by using my left and right arrow w space y o u space capital T. And there's the capital T that's supposed to be beginning at the beginning of the line, but it isn't. So I'm going to hit my backspace and get out those letters that are before it. Delete space. Delete u. Delete o. Delete y. Delete space. Delete w. Start of text nothing to delete all right now we're at the beginning of our text and let's see what it says so far all right this is the start of the text this is a little document written to show this is the end of the text all right and so we have just a little short amount of text there and i want to make sure i'm show. at the right place and the last word was show and i believe that i am now at the beginning of the word show i'm gonna hit my right arrow h o end of text o end of text oh we don't have a w on the word show so we need to put a w there w show and I hit the space bar. H O W Y O U U C A N can W R I select E right A A L I T T L this is E Howell D O C U M E N T document I N N T A E W O R D word P R O C E S S O R processor period. Now did you notice that each time I finish a word, if I hit when I hit the space bar or in this case where I hit the period, it says the word that I just finished typing. So I hear each character that I'm typing, but I also hear the word when I finish it, so I have an even better idea of whether I type the word correctly. And I'm going to hit the space here. Space. And let's see, I'm going to hit my up arrow so I can hear the first line of my document. This is a little document written to show how it document in you can add a word processor. Oh my, I really did something wrong there. So I need to go back and correct that. Well, I can do that again by using my period processor word ten control left a. arrow right can you and my control right you. arrow can and my left M arrow a c space c a n space i t e space and i can go and check and see what i might have done right or wrong so i have it pretty i can pretty well get around and do what i need to do and to write a very simple document and so that's what we're doing here and uh so at this point i'm not going to go ahead and, and go any further with this I've purposely made some mistakes here just to show you kind of what you can do and 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 that it really is pretty simple to get around in here and again you can speed up the speech or slow it down with F11 you can make the print larger or smaller again with F12 or control F12 so you have those commands and then there are additional commands like you could do uh, F4 to move ahead a paragraph if we had a paragraph here few paragraphs or f3 to go back a paragraph lots of different controls that you can 
use. No, it's not as sophisticated a speech software as maybe JAWS for Windows or something like that, but it certainly makes it quite easy and quite possible for you to get around and write simple documents. Uh, you could you could do uh, some pretty nice documents with, with this little word processor. All right, and I'm going to hit Escape now to come out of my document, and let's see what happens. Escape, Document, Actions. Select an action for this document. Press 1 to print your document or set print options. Press 2 to change it. Press 3 to save it. Press 4 for advanced save options, such as saving to a specific folder or converting to Microsoft Word, talking MP3, or other formats. Press 5 to spell check your document. You can also press F7 when typing your document to spell check it. Press 6 to look up a word in the dictionary or thesaurus. You can also press Control F7 when typing your document to open the dictionary and thesaurus. Press 7 to change the page view to as printed. Press 9 to change the page setup. Press Escape to discard any changes. Press F1 for help. All right. And I don't want to keep this, so I'm just going to hit the Escape. Escape. Discard changes. Press 1 if you are sure you wish to discard changes made to this document since you last saved it. Press Escape to go back to your document. Press F1 for help. And I do want to discard it, and so I'm going to hit the number 1. 1. Changes to document discarded. Main menu. Press 1 to send and receive emails. Press 2 to write letters and other documents. And I'm Press going to hit the control. To website. And as you see, we came back out of the document, uh, writing out of the little word processing uh, area there, and we're back to the Dolphin Guide main menu. And so that just gives you an idea of how simple it is and how easy it is for maybe a person who is really basically a beginner uh, computer user to uh, very quickly and easily could learn to use this little word processor and be have it fully accessible. You can write the document here. You can print it. You can save it. You can spell check it. About anything you really need to do or want to do in writing a simple document. And as I said, with the writing a letter, it even helps you out with uh, prompting you for your address, for the signature at the end of the letter, for the date in the letter, if you want the date in the letter. So it really does serve pretty well for the person who is just starting out as a new computer user and wants something easy to use and will do a nice job for them without having to learn a lot of complex complicated speech commands and so windows commands or whatever in order to do what they need to do. Next we're going to look now at using the appointment calendar. Alright, we uh, said we're the next thing we want to look at is our appointment calendar and see how the appointment calendar works here in guide and so I am back at the main menu uh, the first screen of the main menu and I'm going to arrow down the menu to find my calendar and so I'm gonna down arrow Press 2 to write letters and other documents. Press 3 to access a website. Press 4 to scan and read. Uh, press 5 to find someone's address or telephone number in your app. Press 6 to play an audio music CD. And press 7 to look at your calendar or set a reminder. Alright, so look at the calendar and set a reminder or set an appointment. Alright, and I'm going to hit enter there. 7, October 2011. The selected day is today. Thursday, 6th October 2011. Use the up and down arrow keys to find a different day. Press enter to view details. Press escape to go back. Alright, and the default when we come into the calendar first come in it's going to pick today's time and uh, I can up arrow and down arrow here Friday 7th October 2011 and so I'm at the day level so I 
can first pick the day that I need. Today, Thursday, 6th October, If I want today's date, all I do is hit enter. And we'll do that and see if I have any appointments today. Enter Thursday, 6th October 2011. The selected time is 12 p.m. Use the up and down arrow keys to find a different time. Press enter to continue and escape to go back. All right, let's see what I've got here. It's at 12 p.m. Let's go up, which will go to morning. 11 a.m., 10 a.m., 9 a.m., 8 a.m., 7 a.m., 6 a.m., 5 a.m., 4 a.m., 3 a.m., 2 a.m., 1 a.m., 0 a.m. All right, so I don't have any appointments in the morning. 1, let's 2 a.m., 3, 6, 7, 8 a.m., 11 a.m., 12 p.m., and I'm at noon again, and I'm going to go down arrow to go from noon through the afternoon and evening. Let's see if I have any appointments in the afternoon. 1 p.m., 2 p.m., 3 p.m., 4 p.m., 5 p.m., 6 p.m., 7 p.m., 8 p.m., 9 p.m., 10 p.m., 11 p.m., 11 p.m. All right, so I don't have any appointments in the afternoon either. So 10, 9, 8 p.m. I don't have any appointments in my calendar for today, so I can actually just escape here. Escape, October 2011. The selected day is today, Thursday, 6th October 2011. Use the up and down arrow keys to find a different day. Press enter to view details. Press escape to go back. All right, and so I'm going to down arrow to go to today's day is the 6th of October. I'm going to down arrow to go to October 7th. Friday, 7th October 2011. And now that I'm down to October 7th, I want to go into October 7th because I need to set an appointment for this date, which um, is tomorrow. And uh, so I'm going to hit enter here. Enter. Please type in your appointment. Press escape to continue. Well, all right. We need to escape. escape. No appointment entered. Friday, 7th October 2011. The selected time is 8 p.m. Use the up and down arrow keys to find a different time. Press enter to continue and escape to go back. All right. We came in and we were setting at 8 p.m. And I actually have an appointment appointment at three, but I have to leave the office at two to make my three o'clock appointment. So I'm going to up arrow. 7 p.m., 6 p.m., 5 p.m., 4 p.m., 3 p.m. And I'm going to set the appointment for three o'clock because that is when the appointment is. And you'll see why I'm doing this here pretty soon. Enter. Please type in your appointment. Press escape to continue. All right. And I am going to put uh, capital S-T-A-T-E, state, capital N. Capital F, capital B, and FB. Now, it quacked because it didn't recognize capital N, capital F, capital B as being a word, so it thinks it's misspelled. Capital C-O-N-V-E-N-T-I-O-N. All right, and I'm going to hit the escape. I've put in state NFB convention, and I'm going to hit escape. Escape. You may choose to be reminded about this appointment. The selected reminder time is no reminder. Use the up and down arrow keys to select a different reminder. Press enter to select it. Now, what did I say about what time I need to leave my office to make this appointment at 3 o'clock? I said I needed to leave at 2. So I am going to set a reminder. 5 minutes before, 10 minutes before, 15 minutes before, 30 minutes before, 45 minutes before. Before, one hour before. And if I have to leave it too, I'm going to have to leave an hour before the appointment, right? So I probably want reminded a little before the time I actually have to walk out the door. So let's... Two hours before. All right, two hours before or one hour before. Well, let's 
go ahead and make it two hours and at least that way I know I'm getting close and I'll be watching my time more closely because I know I've got less than an hour before I have to leave. So I'm going to go ahead and hit enter there. Enter. Reminder two hours before. Friday 7th October 2011. The selected time is 3 p.m. State and FB convention. Reminder set for two hours before. Use the up and down arrow keys to find a different time. Press enter to continue and escape to go back. All right. So I've got that appointment set in and that's all I want to do there. That sets the appointment. I'm going to hit the letter A to get back to my listing of times for that day, for this day, for Feb for October 7th. A show all Friday, 7th, October 2011. The selected time is 3 p.m. State and FB convention. Reminder set for two hours before. Use the up and down arrow keys to find a different time. Press enter to continue and escape to go back. All right. That's um, all I want to do today, but uh, I need to put in another appointment. And so let's see. We're going to put in one more appointment. I'm going to down arrow from here. 4 p.m. Well, if I down arrow from there, I would just be setting another appointment today. And that's not what I want to do. So I'm going to hit escape. Escape. October 2011. The selected day is Friday, 7th October 2011. Appointments. 3 p.m. State and FB convention. Use the up and down arrow keys to find a different day. Press enter to view details. Press okay. escape to go back. All right. So I hit escape when I was setting on the day and looking at the times for that day. And I hit escape to get back to the list of days in the month of October. If I wanted to go to another month, if I wanted to go back to September, I could hit the page up and go back a month. If I wanted to go to November, I could page down and go to November. But what I want to do now is I want to go down to October 12th. And so I'm back at the listing of days in my month. And I'm going to down arrow to October 12th. Saturday 8th, October 2000. Sunday 9th, October 2. Monday 10th, October 2. Tuesday 11th, October 2. Wednesday 12th, October 2011. All right. So I'm on Wednesday, October 11th. And I'm going to hit enter. Enter. Wednesday 12th, October 2011. The selected time is 4 p.m. Use the up and down arrow key. All right, I'm going to says that I'm at 4 p.m. I need to go up because I need to set an appointment for 12 o'clock. 3 p.m., 2 p.m., 1 p.m., 12 p.m. All right, so I'm at 12 p.m. I'm going to set it. I'm going to enter there. Enter. Please type in your appointment. Press escape to continue. All right, and I have an appointment with capital D-R. Doctor period space capital B E N N E T T. All right, and I'm going to hit escape to enter the appointment. Escape. You may choose to be reminded about this appointment. The selected reminder time is no reminder. Use the up and down arrow keys to select a different reminder. Press enter to select it. Okay. Now I need to be reminded of this 12 o'clock appointment an hour before because it's going to take me oh half hour 45 minutes to get there, and so I'm going to down arrow to one hour. Five minutes before. Ten minutes before. Fifteen minutes before. Thirty minutes before. Forty-five minutes before. One hour before. And I'm going to hit enter. Enter. Reminder one hour before. Wednesday 12th October 2011. The selected time is 12 p.m. Dr. Bennett. Reminder set for one hour before. Use the up and down arrow keys to find a different time. Press enter to continue and escape to go back. All right. And the appointment is now set. Once I have the appointment set, what I really want to do is hit A to get back to my listing of times for the day. A show all. Wednesday 12th 
12th, October 2011. The selected time is 12 p.m. Dr. Bennett, reminder set for one hour before. Use the up and down arrow keys to find a different time. Press enter to continue and escape to go back. And if I want to get back to my list of days in the month, I hit escape. Escape, October 2011. The selected day is Wednesday, 12th, October 2011. Appointments, 12 p.m. Dr. Bennett, use the up and down arrow keys to find a different day. Press enter to view details. Press escape to go back. And if I'm through, and I am, I'm going to hit the escape again. Escape, main menu. Press 1 to send and receive emails. Press 2 to write letters and other documents. Press 3 to act. And I'm through putting a couple appointments into my calendar. Now, let's say I come back later and I want to look at my appointments. <clears throat> I'm on my main menu, and 7 is the choice for my calendar, and I'm going to hit 7. Press 1 to send and receive emails. Press 2 to write letters and other documents. I'm going to hit 7. 7. October 2011. The selected day is Wednesday, 12 October 2011. Appointments. 12 p.m. Dr. Bennett use the up and down arrow keys to find a different day. Press enter to view details. Press escape to go back. And I'm going to look. I'm down at October 12th, but today is the 6th. So I'm going to go up. Tuesday 11th, Monday 10th, October 2000, Sunday 9th, October 2, Saturday 8th, October 2000, Friday 7th, October 2011, today, Thursday 6th, October 2011. And I don't have any appointments there because if there was an appointment on that day, which is today, if there was any appointments at all, it would have read them to me. And if I had more than one, it would have read all of the appointments that I had today. All right, so I don't have any today. I'm going to down arrow once to tomorrow. Friday 7th, October 2011. 11. Appointments, 3 p.m. State and FB Convention. And I have one appointment tomorrow afternoon at 3 p.m. And it told me what the appointment was. And so that's the basic operation of the calendar. And as you can tell, it works quite nicely. Again, in the calendar, just as in all of the other things we've done so far, uh, we can adjust our large print with the F12 and the Control F12. We can control the speed of our speed with F11. We can, if we want to, we could go into the name of the appointment and we could left arrow, right arrow, and read the words in the appointment or spell them out if we needed to. So that's the, how the appointment calendar in guide works. And I'm going to hit escape to get back to the main menu. That concludes this edition of Main Menu. We trust you've enjoyed the program. On behalf of the entire Main Menu team, I'm Jamie Pauls wishing you and yours a great week.